We are back yet again here on the Thick Manning Podcast, and it is time to discuss the Super Bowl, the greatest sporting event on the entire planet, which comes around once a year. And I am very excited to announce that we may have, for the first time in a long time, an agreement between the two co-hosts who constantly butt heads. We've gone back and forth about many different things, who would be here, what the results are going to be in the past, but this year we are in agreement. At least, I believe we are in agreement, because anyone with a brain must realize that the Bengals are due for an absolute thrashing this weekend at the hands of the Los Angeles Rams defensive line. It will be brutal. Shiesty will be in tears. Von Miller might win another Super Bowl MVP. Aaron Donald will look unblockable and it will be embarrassing. It will be one of the most lopsided Super Bowls since the Broncos Seahawks one we saw several years back. The Bengals have no chance. Their offensive line is at best mediocre, at worst horrible. They are going to be under attack at all times. The Rams will be able to get consistent pressure with a four-man run and just expose this team's intricacies. Chase will do nothing when Ramsey is on him. He is going to be locked up. The other wide receivers will fold when facing elite cornerbacks. It's not going to be a good time for the Cincinnati Bengals offense. As for the Rams offense, they've got Cooper Cup. They've got a revitalized backfield thanks to a surgically repaired Achilles. Matthew Stafford has shed the title of a playoff choker and looks like he will win Super Bowl MVP if someone on that defensive line does not win it. I'm excited for the Rams. They deserve this. They have a great team. They went out and made risky moves, and they are going to beat the brakes off the Bengals. Well, if I really wanted to, I could place my curse upon the Bengals and start this conversation off by saying that the Bengals are going to win the Super Bowl, but I am a man of honesty, and I cannot lie to our loyal viewers. And I want to first start things off on a slightly more positive note. The best thing about this year's Super Bowl is that it feels like every single NFL fan has someone to root for or a team to root for. Delusional Bengals fans think they're about to win their first Super Bowl. Bandwagon Joe Burrow fans get to watch their god attempt to win a Super Bowl, and Matt Stafford and Odell fans finally get to watch those two players play in a Super Bowl. Then there's the Rams fans who struggle to even fill their own stadium. It's going to be an exciting Super Bowl that appeals to many people within the NFL fan base. And I think we all know who I'm picking. The Rams are going to win this Super Bowl, and I agree with almost everything Isaiah said. The Bengals don't stand much of a chance. We all saw what happened during the Titans and Bengals game. Joe Burrow was massacred by the Titans' defensive line. And as good as the Titans are, their defensive line does not hold a candle to the Rams defensive line. Aaron Donald is going to be bullying Joe Burrow all game long. Von Miller is a Super Bowl legend and is going to recreate his dominance over the Panthers. And Joe Burrow is eventually going to break. He is not going to be able to emotionally handle the devastation the Rams defense is going to bring upon him. The Rams are everything the Titans are not. And the Titans only lost to the Bengals by three points due to Ryan Tannehill being incompetent and a complete bum. The Rams have Matthew Stafford. He is much better than Ryan Tanhill. The Bengals also stand no chance of beating the Rams on the ground because even the 49ers elite running game couldn't handle the Rams run defense. They averaged two and a half yards a carry and had to rely on Jimmy G to win the game who eventually lost them the game. Every piece of conventional logic points to the Rams winning this game. They're just more talented than the Bengals. Matthew Stafford is going to completely and unequivocally break free from the camp performance 
form in the playoffs narrative and is going to put up about 70 points with this Rams offense. Joe Burrow fans and Joe Burrow himself will be left weeping and I am extremely excited to dance with Isaiah on the Bengals grave. And it will be quite the dance. We may do the flamingo, we may do the cha-cha, you may be backing it up on me. The world will have to wait and see. But the Bengals fans will cry out, oh, we've got the better quarterback, we've got the better quarterback, Joe Shiesty will deliver us. Joe Shiesty might not be better than Matthew Stafford. I know it's popular to hop on the, oh, he's the next great thing, he's next Tom Brady, this, that, and the other. Men lie, women lie, the numbers do not lie. Stafford has outperformed Joe Burrow, both in the regular season this year and in the playoffs. Joe Burrow had multiple game-ending interceptions, which did not end the game for him. He played horribly against the Titans. He got lucky against the Chiefs, and now he is going to face one of the best defensive lines we have ever seen. His luck has run out. He lucked his way through the AFC, and now he is going to face a contender who is going to humiliate him. Joe Burrow will be ice cold. Joe Cool will not be making attendance. He will show up to the podium, tears running down his face, without sunglasses on, without his old swagged up jackets, probably still wearing the turtleneck, but it is going to be a rough scene for many people's new hero. And I'm fine with this. I need to see this guy get knocked down back. Because he is a very likable personality, but the fan base which has flocked behind him is incredibly toxic. They are insulting other great QBs. They're saying he's better than Allen. They're saying he's better than Bray. They're saying he is better than Mahomes. They're insulting Mahomes' IQ. It is a bad look all the way around, and that fan base needs to be knocked down a bit. Unfortunately, Joe Burrow gets knocked down a few with Well, I understand why the Bengals fans are so toxic. They haven't been to the Super Bowl in decades. But the part that really gets under my skin, and yes, I guess I am a hater, but Bengals fans just don't acknowledge that there's been some degree of luck to the run. And they love to point out how lucky Patrick Mahomes is or how lucky other teams are, but they don't they don't acknowledge the fact that the entire AFC North was riddled with injuries. The Ravens and Browns had some of the most injuries in the NFL to many of their key players. And then in their playoff run, they barely beat the Titans, like I already said, because of Ryan Tannehill's stupidity. It took overtime to beat the Chiefs, look completely incompetent in the first half. And I don't see that happening against the Rams. And I haven't seen it a ton, so I'm not going to act like this is widespread. But there was a narrative that even I was commenting on earlier in the season, where the Rams were incapable of beating good teams. They kept losing to winning teams. But I think they're actually carrying an incredible amount of momentum into this Super Bowl. They embarrassed their division rival Cardinals in round one. They retired the GOAT and they got their boogeyman in the 49ers finally back after losing to them twice during the regular season. I think the Rams are going to show up in a big way. The Bengals are running on borrowed time and I ultimately think that's how the game's going to go. Yeah, I don't know where that narrative sprung up. Sure, they had a few rough losses to a Packers team which was on fire and a Titans team which was on fire earlier in the year, but at the same time, they whooped the Super Bowl champion, they beat the Colts, they won their way through the playoffs. This Rams team is not some team which shrinks from the moment. Matthew Stafford went through hell and back as a Detroit Lions quarterback. He is built for these moments. He is built to face teams which are better than him. And for once, he is on the other side of that coin. He is on the talented team, and it is showing. He's made a run to the Super Bowl in his first year here. It is truly special. But speaking of retiring the GOAT, Tom Brady went on the air, went on a podcast, and dropped a few little hints for us. Such phrases like, in six months maybe, or never say never. So Tom Brady's going to play football again at the NFL level. The question is, does he do it before the start next season? He's going to be in training camp with a team, presumably the Buccaneers with Barbarians, or is he going to take a year off? Is he going to let his body heal up, recover, and recuperate? And the answer to that is, who knows? But... 
We all know that he's not done. Come on now. He is not going to be able to handle life on the outside. He is going to be a repeat criminal, so to speak. He is going to go right back in as soon as he gets out. He might play until he's 50. He might give it another few years. He might do a Favre and try and take the Vikings to the Super Bowl. That would make me very happy. Replacing Kirk Cousins with Tom Brady would make me elated. Because think about it. Let's say he takes a year off. Kirk Cousins' contract is upright. Vikings roster, they've got Thielen. He loves wide receivers. They got Justin Jefferson. They got Dalvin Cook. Presumably that offensive line will be built up over time. Hopefully their defense will be right under the new administration. And that's a really good spot for him. It's indoors, in a dome. Sure, he's going to have to go play at Lambeau Field a few times a year, but he owns Lambeau. He owns the Bears. He owns the Packers. He owns everyone in that division already. So there's no reason to really be worried about playing the Colts. So what? That is a perfect fit for him. But if he doesn't go to the Vikings, he's going to probably be on the Bucks. They still own his rights and he might not force a trade. Me personally hoping for the Vikings spreading misinformation for the hometown team as I'm one to do. What do you think, Tristan? Well, you know, I heavily criticized Tom Brady for giving into retirement because I felt like he wasn't sticking up to Adam Schefter and the fake news Schefter constantly spreads and he's always so eager to get ahead of a story. But you know, I gotta give Brady some credit. He is not completely giving into Schefter and he's still letting it get out there that he's thinking about coming back to the NFL and I have to give him props for that. He is making Adam Schefter scared. And do I think he'll play again? Probably not. But I think he's enjoying messing with people. He's messing with Bucks fans. He's messing with former Patriots fans. He's messing with every single NFL fan, every single NFL reporter. I give him props for being the ultimate troll. And that's ultimately what I think this is. It is indeed a bout of high-level trolling. But here's the thing. You know, it would be more troll than simply threatening to unretire, actually unretiring. And as we all know, Brady loves taking on his rivals. He took on Manning head-to-head. He had the better end of that matchup. He has faced and beaten down. Rodgers came to the AFC pretty much just to lay the smack down on old A.A. Ron, and now he's got the chance to eclipse Favre by going to a team where Favre couldn't get him to the Super Bowl, Grand Bounty Gate was in the way, and winning a championship there. It seems like the petty move Tom Brady would do. It makes perfect sense. He will play football again. Like, you don't just say, oh, you never say never, unless you mean you're going to go back, because Tom Brady's probably in there, in his house, struggling. He can't handle life without a schedule. He does not enjoy the company of a supermodel wife as much as he thought he was going to and Michael Irving I believe had a very good point about this that you begin to see divorces in athletes once they get out of their professional sport because you actually have to stop and get to know the person that you married I know when I stopped playing football in college that I ended the relationship I was in at the time within like a month because I actually spent more than three hours a week with this person and it was unbearable it turns out not that good person Brady might try and avoid that so Giselle doesn't take half his stuff by getting back into the league So what you're saying is that you and Tom Brady are the same person. Tom Brady and I have many similarities. Similar height, similar um, skin color, both Michigan fans, both uh, right-handed, both have some disdain for Bill Belichick and Bruce Arians. There's just the minor difference of the seven Super Bowl rings, all the stats and whatnot in the Supermodel Wife, although I'm working on that. I'm striving to achieve that goal. That is the uh, thing I want to accomplish the most, because really, if you marry a Supermodel, it doesn't matter what you're doing, you can be a house husband. Tom Brady chose not to be even those wife out earns him in terms of her contract a lot of the time but hey what are you gonna do i don't know what you're going to do isaiah i'm always left on my toes i think i'm going to uh get an email from a woman online claiming to be very attractive single and in my area and i think i'm going to send that woman some solicited pictures that's what i think i'm gonna do strike (laughs) that that from the recording that is an inside joke or don't strike it i don't care first it's about it's not gonna listen to this anyway (laughs) 
Uh, hey, you know, maybe he does. Maybe he does. All right, time to drop his name, credit card number, and social security. That has been this week's podcast. Let us know who you think is going to win the Super Bowl. I'm assuming we're not going to have a lot of Bengals fans watching this, or maybe we will because the clip will likely be me ranting about the Bengals or Isaiah ranting about the Bengals. So let us know who you think is going to win down in the comments below. Subscribe. I think we're 26 subscribers away from 200. Big milestone there. And we'll see you in the next video or podcast, whatever you want to call it.